0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Okay. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. You got to, Blue, your actual ear is, oh. yeah, there you go. Oh. Bam, oh, my God, I
0: can hear myself C? now. Okay, we're recording. This so it show. wasn't
1: bad quality. It was just you had your phone.
0: Your you just called off. me simple to my face. Can you pour us some alcohol? All right. Um, the drink that we're drinking, we're not going to name them because they're not a, an official sponsor.
1: But they brown.
0: <laughs> but they brown. It's a brown liquor. Um, and oh, the cameras that I'm looking at, guys, I'm looking straight ahead. Usually they tell me which camera to look at. Is my camera the one straight ahead, guys? Perfect. Okay. And Jeff, you're the one right here. You guys, you might recognize this voice. Uh-oh. Um, this is Jeffrey. Who was in our first episode. Woo-hoo! And Jeffrey, you were in that... She
1: allowed me back.
0: Yeah, you were in that grainy Zoom. And we were... Yeah, it was a little engine that could. And I love you for showing up for the first show.
1: But the conversation was good, though. Oh, the conversation that's, was amazing. That's what, yeah.
0: No shade, no tea. I think that was the best episode so Ooh. far.
1: Really? Yeah. Woo. See, I got invite after the because, first, what, 45 days? Yeah,
0: <laughs> like... No, you poured me some? Okay, I so, so you guys, actually, before... Um, we uh, have this drink. We should probably play the intro music. <laughs> Welcome to Humanize. I'm your host, Blue- I'm your host, Bluetooth. Smart. I'm already slurring my words, but I haven't drunk yet. Um, yeah, thank you for coming back, guys.
1: Cheers. Uh, uh, wait, 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 wait! You gotta look in the eye when you cheers, otherwise, that means bad sex, right? Cheers!
0: I cannot afford bad sex, Jeffrey. I said a shot. Oh, this is a double shot.
1: Yeah, I couldn't see really the angle that I was pouring it.
0: Really, but you saw enough to pour about eight ounces of. Brown.
1: Oh my god! i do not even drink brown liquor.
0: Oh, Jeffrey's trying to kill us. Oh. Okay, so you guys, <clears throat> you're gonna have to give us a second because you know when when the when the liquor hits the system.
1: All my nerves just went shot.
0: Well, is there a rapper that goes like that when they look at his? Let me not get copyright stricken. Oh, yeah,
1: because I was going to start singing Chris Brown. Is uh, it, there's something. Okay, that's yeah, all, we that's can't all sing I'm going to get. That's all I'm going to get, y'all. I will
0: say, Chris Brown. Oh, Jeffrey and I are both Tauruses. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Chris Brown is also a Taurus.
1: We have the exact same birthday. Oh, that's right. We are awkward. both Cinco de Mayo babies.
0: So, yes. And the thing is, I'm in this love hate thing where I think Chris Brown is incredibly, incredibly talented. Um, I did step away from him in protest for several years mm-hmm. because, you know, Rihanna is my lord and savior. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that everybody's moved past it and, you know, has lives and kids. It's
1: such a hard thing because yeah, that's like, that's the one fault. I, well, two things I find wrong with Chris Brown. The Rihanna situation. Only two. And when he threw the chair at Robin Roberts.
0: Yeah, there's several things. Those are the two <laughs> things. I'm just like,
1: oh my God. Those but are at two the same major things. T- but I root for him. And I'm just like, is I it am that Taurus connection? Because I've never met this man a day in my life. He's several years younger than me. But I just, I root for, I really, really root for him really hard.
0: Tauruses love hard. And I feel like there before God go we, like without therapy, you know. Mm -hmm. I will say this. I am not an abuser apologist. So I I do think that the accountability that he was held to, he earned that, right? Yes. But at some point you have to let people rehabilitate themselves. And to put it in perspective, at least he's not R. Kelly. I it's, was going to
1: say... Like R. Kelly, it, there's no it, bounce back for me. Are, but are we doing a, it depends on the crime type thing? Because is abuse well, necessarily well, forgivable? Like, law, does it have a statute of Yeah, of well, limitation? the law does
0: that. Like, that's literally legally sound. Like, a traffic ticket and murder are not the same. Ex- yeah, exactly. So you're supposed to do it based on the crime. Okay. Like, if someone said, um, I... So well, R. Kelly's nowhere near wanting to reform. He's still saying we're lying. Yeah, he's not even admitting it happened. At least Chris Brown got caught, was dragged by the public, um, did a mea culpa, Rihanna took took him back. Yeah, he took his lashings, you know what I mean? And I'm not apologizing for Chris Brown, so I don't want anybody who's a a domestic violence advocate to think I'm apologizing for him, but I'm someone who believes in we can leave room for evolution. Yes. But willful ignorance is a different thing for well, my
1: boy Chris, his evolution has had some stumbles oh yes. ever since. <laughs> he just got in trouble for like throwing a party or something. It's still a pandemic.
0: That's why I'm I'm torn and about I'm listening like, to his music. And speaking <sighs> of people who we think are deeply talented, mm-hmm. and yet roll, um, there's an asterisk next to their name when it comes to being the right side of history. Okay, um, Nicki Minaj is trending right now. The date that we're doing you this. Don't say
1: deeply talented.
0: Nicki Minaj is an amazing lyricist. I like Nicki. So I feel like I can say as far as rap and bars, itty bitty piggy and all that stuff. Itty
1: bitty piggy show
0: she She was deeply talented and then she went commercial.
1: I don't even mind some commercial Nikki. Yeah, trying honestly. to get a
0: check is very different than not having any talent. There's some folks that I don't <laughs> know trying how you... Trying to get you... a check
1: is different from trying to eat. <laughs> exactly. Because back then she needed to eat. If
0: you can eat and get a check, that's great. But if you sometimes pivot, I'm not going to be... I'm never going to like begrudge somebody's bag right. unless you're hurting someone. The thing about Nikki that really hurts my heart is I wrote several op-eds for The Grill about Nikki okay. um, calling her to task for her actions, right? However, when she became a mother, a part of me hoped that there was a softening. Like the softer side of Nikki, Right. Because I know that if I put, pull out a 10 pound beautiful baby with my face,
1: uh-huh. y'all gonna get a softer side of me. I was 10 pounds when I came
0: out. I was too. Surfaces are big ass babies. I was my mom's biggest baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I still got a big ass head, to look, be honest. Me, same here. Jeffrey, you do not have a big head. My head is
1: big. I don't wear baseball caps because my head's too big.
0: I can't wear baseball caps either. Oh my God, we kindred. <laughs> big hat <head> gang. <laughs> so, no, I have to buy men's hats, guys, really, seriously. And I look great in hats, but my, they don't love, love me. So, because Nikki is so talented, but has, you know, had some questionable things about the way that she treats women, mm-hmm. they've been allegations. People. People, true. <laughs> but she did try to do the women's empowerment thing when she first came on, where she was supposed to be the people's champ for women and gays. You know how yeah. rappers love to yeah. do that to us because we're like the key demographic. Yeah. And then when we found out that she was allegedly a mean girl... I honestly
1: do. You know, I hate that stereotype on women. You know, the they're mean, they're aggressive, they're, you know, all these labels no, that No, she you literally get. would
0: say, though, th- if she's on stage, I'm not going to go on stage to stop people from eating. Remy Ma alleged that Nicki would say, if you have Remy, oh. I'm not going to show up. Oh, that... So I that mean, to me is problematic when you're literally is, stopping yeah. someone from feeding their That's child. That's what they
1: say were happening at the VMAs with, I want to say uh, Normani, that Nicki was, I mean, it's alleged, I don't know, but that Nicki was blocking the performance because Cardi's on the song and Nicki really wanted to be on that because, you know, everybody is Normani, Normani, right. Normani. And
0: Nicki shouted out Normani a couple years ago.
1: So that was, that was why they say it took so long for VMAs to actually book. Cause you know, it was a whole thing. was like, why is Normani not performing?
0: I love Normani. So, but she did end up performing.
1: I loved it. I think that, you know, because the big thing of the night was Chloe versus Normani, which I hate pitting these folks who together. Who was doing that? Oh, everybody was. Well, okay, oh so God. anybody
0: who was trying to put Norm- <laughs> Normani versus Chloe, I rebuke you in the name of all that is black and good. But. Because there's room for both of them. There's
1: room for both of them, but there's always, you know, these comparisons. However, I will say mm-hmm. I do like Chloe's song better, but I enjoyed Normani's VMA performance better.
0: Oh, that performance when she crawled on all fours and like a spider monkey on Tiana Taylor and, and then spin backwards on the reverse couch. Girl. Yes, and I got If you shout haven't out, seen it, please watch listen, it, guys.
1: Namani's performance, it was produced by my boy Tay Hawes.
0: Oh, look he's at you. out here
1: doing his thing. So shout out to Tay, you know, congratulations. The performance was everything.
0: Well, here's the thing. We're talking about, you know, not have to say sorry every time you hit me, <laughs> love, it's fine. But like we're talking about Nikki and the fact that she's now, and I don't think you've seen this because you've been traveling. I haven't. She's now making headlines because she was not at the Met Gala.
1: Okay. And she explained. My choice or not. Invited? No, we're about
0: to get into it. Ooh. She explained why, and I'm gonna read the tweets. She said. And I quote, they want you to get vaccinated for the Met. If I get vaccinated, it won't be for the Met. Okay, guys. <laughs> it won't be for that. If I get, did you like the voiceover? <laughs> I think that's what. I think that's what actually got me. <laughs> It'll be once I feel like I've done enough research. I'm working on that now. In the meantime, my loves, be safe. Wear the mask with two strings and grips that grips your head and your face, not the loose one. Now, if she had left it at that, all would have been right with the world. But she kept going.
1: Oh, it's more. Th- then she
0: said. Hey yo, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His Ugh. testicle, his testicles became swollen. His friend was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bullied.
1: Okay, so that sounds like it started good, but she might have been, you know, as a proud West Indian woman, in we all we all have those
0: stories as West Indies. Yeah, I know the the lady down the street, her foot fell off, and then her husband Dick, fell like, Nikki, that is not something to say to 22 yeah. million people.
1: And I think a lot of times the celebrities try to use, oh, I'm not supposed to, you know, parent your kids, this and that. But you have to understand what your influence is. Not even to kids, to mm-hmm. some of these dumbass adults walking exactly. around. Like, your words really have power. Even when you don't feel like you should... 20
0: million followers plus the rest of the world. Now... Joy Ann Reed, you know who Joy Reed is I know Joy. because she's amazing. Um, shout out to her. She actually went on air and said, Nikki, with this huge platform, please don't do this because you're stoking the flames of fear. And then Nikki said, and she lashed at <laughs> Joy oh, Reed. God.
1: You should come for them weeks.
0: Oh, she, oh don't, you know what? <sighs> Joy, we like you, I, and I don't know I, what uh, you're talking about.
1: Listen, I tune into the readout.
0: What wigs? Like, she looks amazing. <laughs> Jeffrey, you are messy as hell. I love you. Um, Nikki said to Joy, this is what happens when you're so thirsty to down another black woman by the request of a white man that you didn't even bother to read all my tweets. My God, sister, do better. Imagine getting your dumb ass on the TV um, after a minute of after a tweet and spreading false narrative about another black woman. Then she was like, those two white men sitting there are nodding their heads because Uncle Tamiana, which is what she's now calling Joy, is no. doing the work. Child, how sad. Not Joy now, and Nikki beefing.
1: The barbs. I'd have rather seen Nikki and Candace from Potomac beefing. That's more uh, interesting uh, to me.
0: You know what? You're messy. You know, you're absolutely a, messy. Dang. So now, Nikki is all over the Internet because Ugh. everybody's like, why would you? First of all, Joy Reid. Is an amazing person. She called her a homophobe. She like she she went out. Nikki called Joy. An Uncle Tom homophobe.
1: I missed all of it. A lot, y'all. A lot happens (laughs) in a day. So if you travel, make sure you catch up because I missed all of this.
0: So how do we feel about? Here's the thing. I you guys know that I have been vaccinated because a friend dragged me to get vaccinated. I just
1: got my second shot last week.
0: Oh my god! The last time we did the show, you weren't vaccinated at all. High five. High five
1: Got my second shot Last Tuesday
0: if, it, if that's your choice I'm proud of you Here's the thing On a lot of podcasts I've been listening to Because you know I try to like support All the black podcasts In particular mm-hmm. You can tell Who's pro-vax And who's anti-vax mm-hmm. And they're They're very segregated Yeah Pro-vaxxers are like You're all idiots If you're not gonna get vax, They go home Anti-vaxxers are you all idiots If your vaxers vaxxers Don't touch me I'm vaccinated and I'm neither. I'm just like, do I'm, what yeah, makes I was sense gonna say, for I'm you. Just,
1: I'm very pro-choice. I'm not anti-vax. I would never tell somebody, do not get vaccinated. Don't, right. don't, don't. Do what you feel. Do what you like. Do what you think is best for you. Right. That's how I am on the subject.
0: Anti-vaxxers, though, make me nervous because it's one thing to say you don't want the vaccine for yourself. Oh, yeah. It's another thing to tell other people not to so, do that. Uh, that's exactly. And that's what makes me nervous. That so is it. do we think Nikki is irresponsible for doing uh, that tweet?
1: I get it's on one hand... Nikki, just like you, just like I, she has the right. But she's talking about her
0: cousin and them in Trinidad and (laughs) big old testicles and dicks falling off and weddings being called off. She has
1: the right to go on Twitter and say whatever she wants, like we do as everyday people. However, she does have to understand the platform she has. Mm -hmm. That's why they call those. You know, stands the bar. They they just have names because those are people that really believe everything you say, follow exactly. everything you say, and will do anything you say. And now
0: they're attacking um, Joy Reed. They're attacking uh, Yvette Nicole Brown, who stood up. Yvette be- Nicole Brown. You know, no, Yvette Nicole Brown. Wrote, wrote Sherry a- Shepard number two. Yeah, you know what? That's exactly what she is. Oh my god! And Yvette, you are a beautiful woman, but you and Sherry Shepard. I love really Yvette. Sh- Yvette.
1: Nicole and Sherry Shepherd are. Jack Kay and Kim Whitley. Yes. That's that's what it is.
0: You look at the the picture and then the filter falls off and you see another face and the filter comes back on. Like They look exactly the same. But two
1: both great, both funny.
0: They're amazing. Well, Yvette Nicole Brown, I guess, had Joy's back and she's getting attacked by the barbs and she said with her chest because she is not a punk. She said, let me help you barbs and she hashtagged them so they could find her. She said, like, come find me. See, that's... Let me, so she said, I'm a grown-ass woman. An emoji, especially an adorable one of a unicorn, has never and will never hurt my feelings or affect my rise in this world. Fill my page up until your Twitter fingers bleed. I said what I said. I meant every word. And if I was respectful to you and your queen, let the unicorns fly. So You know what that is? She's that's like...
1: A, that's a black mama talking.
0: She, she said, I don't give a good she damn.
1: Don't, she got the belt.
0: Yeah. Actually,
1: she told them to go pick out their own Switch. (laughs) That's what happened right there.
0: (laughs) Yvette Nicole Brown, URG.
1: But again, it is the fact that these people are attacking her. It's like, Nikki, you have to understand your platform. Because while Yvette's following is not as strong, obviously, as the Barb's, Yvette got people that listen to her. Exactly. When you are a celebrity, a public figure, a politician, anything in that realm, you have to understand your influence. And there are people out there. Look at all the Trump supporters. There are people out there that believe... Everything you say when you have that kind of platform.
0: And let's be honest, too, there was a time where a lot of black people only got their news from the shade room. And shout out to my friend Angie, the founder of the Shade Room. So, like, you have to think about
1: one of my friends still go to Boston for his news.
0: Right. There are people who are going to media takeout to find out what's media happening in politics. Who's going to media takeout in 2021? <laughs> You'd be surprised. But I remember the
1: days of media takeout. That's the original shade room. Yeah. Media takeout.
0: I will say, unlike the shade room, that they don't, they didn't fact check.
1: They didn't fact check. They'd be
0: like, Janet Jackson is pregnant with triplets. I'm like, she's They should? just
1: post to get it out there.
0: Yeah. They didn't have even a semblance of journalistic integrity. But no, because we know that yeah. when you are lazy or trusting one source, it's very easy to have only that source be an yes. aggregate of what you believe yes. in, right? Yes. So I just think it's very, it scares me, especially considering that the bulk of Nikki's fans are black women and gay people. Yes. And so like, that's already a, a disenfranchised group. And so for you to be spreading what could potentially be misinformation to them makes me sad. Yeah. Nikki, uh, if your barbers come after me, I, in the words of Yvette Nicole Brown, I said what I said. Yeah. Because again, i my, my, we're not I even have, attacking her. It's not
1: even an attack on Nikki. I, I'm a Nikki fan. My issue is just you just got to understand the platform. That's all. Yeah. Again, I had no problem with what she said at first about not going to the Met and wear your mask. But,
0: I, but we talk about balls falling off.
1: And let's be real. That's,
0: that's fear mongering.
1: With her husband, Nikki got other things she got to worry about. Exactly.
0: And that's another thing. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Because how are you trying to play the black woman to black woman card when you are helping? A black woman it's, not get her day in court no, because of your husband.
1: It's her husband and her brother. Like Nikki yeah. is just cu- like I don't. I don't even want to go into that because I don't need the barbs coming in my DMs. I think but- Nikki
0: should be careful about playing the black woman card because when it's time to choose between black women who say they're victims and their abusers, she doesn't choose us. And I hate to say that, but that's just the statistic, right? Like, yeah. there's two times where somebody has been accused of abusing black women, and it's so where you paid for the other opposition. It's so much
1: stuff where they're talking about. You know, there's intimidation because she called the girl. And oh no,
0: I watched the whole hour long live of the daughter of the vi- alleged victim. So the daughter of the alleged victim went on Facebook and said, "I was at a club." Wow. And somebody came up to me and said, "Aren't you so and so?" And and I, she was like, "Yes, yeah, i from the block." And then that's when they, she found out that it was actually somebody working for Nicki or- who would follow her to the club and was was trying the to like become biggest, friends with her.
1: The biggest thing for me was that phone call. They said she was actually on the phone with her. You know, because the other other stuff can be like, he say she say. You know, no, who Jeff. Knows? If you're at a club but and somebody
0: rolls up to you, that's scary.
1: I yeah, but as a young girl. But I'm saying for Nicki Minaj to actually dial my number, mm-hmm. you got my three one zero number, and like you have taken time to step into this and step in the mess and it's like yeah. that's a lot
0: and then she like offered to give the girl an autographed picture why why I want an autographed picture of the of the woman who's married to the man who raped my my, yeah. my, my mom that's weird alright so Nikki is someone who didn't make it to the VMAs for several reasons
1: I just really thought she's just enjoying being a mom no
0: she had COVID Oh, really? Oh, I missed that part. Damn, I'm away from everything. I (laughs) missed a lot. (laughs) So Nikki had COVID. Mm. And she also said, I, you know, I have COVID and that's why I couldn't go to the Met. And they wanted me to get vaccinated. But Drake said he got vaccinated. He still got COVID. So I don't want to get a child. So, so, oh yeah, there's just, wait. Drake was at the VMAs. No, but no, he, the Met. You
1: said the Met. I'm sorry.
0: No, but but she's saying that because Drake got COVID with the vaccine. She so again, be careful spreading that story. But that's right? the
1: thing. It's a lot of people that got the vaccine and may have gotten COVID. But the thing behind the vaccine, it's not a force field that says no COVID ever again. Mm -hmm. It is just a method of making sure you don't have to end up in ICU and helping to make sure you know that you're not the one that's dying of it. I
0: keep saying this. Pretend the vaccine is a condom. I was about
1: to say it's like a condom. Just because your homegirl got pregnant
0: wearing a condom does not mean that nobody should ever wear a condom. Exactly. So Nikki didn't make it to the VMAs, but let's talk about the children who actually didn't make it to the VMAs. All right, I
1: actually, you know what? I actually watched the VMAs on Sunday. Me and some friends, we oh, like, really? we took it like old school, like this was a back in the day award show. We went, so I, I had just gotten in town. We did brunch, and then we went to a friend's house. We went I wasn't to Ralph's. To none of
0: this would go off.
1: It was all last minute. It was all, mm-hmm. We was supposed to, it was supposed to be a something that it, last minute. We went to Ralph's. We got fried chicken. If y'all ain't never had Ralph's fried chicken, make sure you go and you're doing yourself a disservice.
0: Jeff is a foodie. Y'all don't let his yes. six pack fool you. He eats more than I do. He just works out 80 times a day. When
1: you come to L.A., get you some Ralph's fried chicken. And we got fish. We had drinks and the whole gambit. Ooh. And we sat and watched the VMAs. Like it was 1999 and it was actually something to view.
0: I actually remember the 99 VMAs. Right. Because it actually, and don't laugh at me at my age, guys. That Earlier that, that night, I learned how to drive.
1: Oh really? So I think of the
0: 99 VMAs. I think of me driving around the parking lot, learning how to drive, and then rushing home to go see the VMAs. I missed the opening act. Who opened? Oh, I didn't watch the VMAs. Oh, you, oh. I, I was on a flight. <laughs> okay. I was sitting in first class, reporting the lady next to me for being a Karen. So like, it's a whole other story, rather We're not to tell you.
1: I know. Uh, so Doja hosted.
0: Yes, I, I heard that.
1: Um, it didn't feel like much hosting was going on, and also I didn't understand. I like Doja. I think Doja's great, but I didn't understand her hosting it. So that was kind of weird.
0: She is a very special person. But I want to talk about some controversies that we talked about before the show started. Okay. Chloe Bailey. How did we feel about our blonde Medusa twerking that thing while it was thanging
1: so up let me tell and down you and across
0: that stage? So
1: this is where I'm going to say don't y'all don't talk about me for my age. So do you know for the longest, I have been confusing Chloe and Halle.
0: The whole world has been doing that. Okay, it's not just
1: me no. because I was like, I was like,
0: everybody uh, thought they were twins for up until twenty minutes ago.
1: Because you know, when Have Mercy had just come out over you know last week and everything. Uh-huh. And, but in my mind, I was like, I wonder is Disney okay with this because she's supposed to be the Little Mermaid. You
0: thought Little Mermaid was twerking yeah, on the stage so of VMA. I've been old confusing man. You an old two girls. Ass man. So, but
1: it's actually Hallie that's going to be. The Little Mermaid, right?
0: Yeah. The fun fact is the reason why Chloe had all this time to work on her solo album was because her sister, for the first time, was off doing something else, and she had all this free time to do music. In
1: my mind, yes, that's the one I thought. You thought thought
0: Ariel was was twerking on the stage. I thought
1: she was the one that's been popping and going and doing, even all the little video Instagram videos. I've been thinking that's her because I thought that Mm. I thought the other one was like the boring sister, and she wasn't really. She was giving very Kelly to Beyonce, Mm -hmm. you know. That's what I thought. I had no idea that Chloe was not Hallie. And Hallie is completely different. Can
0: I be honest? And this is something where, you know how sometimes you judge things in yourself that you judge, I mean, and others, you judge in yourself? Yeah. I always thought Chloe looked a little bitchy. But then I realized, now, pause, she has resting bitch face, but bitch, I got resting bitch face. Mm. So who am I to be assuming someone's bitchy when I constantly walk around with the same <laughs> mug that she has? And I think I prejudged her as like the bitchy older sister, but I realize now watching her interview, she's just shy. I can see that. Sometimes shy people... Look aloof and a little stank because they're nervous. Yeah. and I and and Chloe, if you ever see this, I have converted. I can do it. I can take an out We did a whole episode called "Take a I can say I made a mea culpa. <clears throat> I improperly judged you when she first came out um with her booty popping Instagrams. I thought it was desperate, right? I was part of those people who was like, Ugh, "Is this a little desperate?" And one of my homeboys was like, "Yeah, I don't like what she's doing. Like, it mm-hmm. seems like she's desperate for attention." But then. I saw people dragging her and I saw her crying and I saw her explaining that she was attempting to come into her womanhood. And yes, she was trying to feel secure. And i was like, you know what, sis, even if it was, even if I was right, even if it was a moment of desperation where in this industry you feel insecure and you want some validation. Yeah, I understand. There's something human about that. The show's called Humanized, right? There's something human about that. The funny
1: thing is, and even like you saying how she was coming out on social, this whole social media thing.
0: We all look it's, desperate on social media right. doing duck lips but and shit. But it's,
1: it's like, it's nothing new. It's all We did the same stuff. We just didn't have phones to record. Shout like, out to the 90s and early, early 2000s. Is <laughs> we were doing it in front of like our bedroom mirrors and, you know, mm-hmm. having that type of performance. It wasn't put out there for the world. Yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't see it as desperate. There, was, I, there honestly, was
0: one video that felt a little bit, ooh. but then the rest of them, I was like, you know what, girl, let her so have fun. So you know friend.
1: what? I didn't see it as desperate. What I saw was, I saw that she was trying to like. Show us, oh, I am a woman now. Like, really show us I am a woman now. But I didn't buy it,
0: though. That's the thing. And I think I mistook um, execution for desperation. my thing is, Uh, even if she was desperate, though, right? This is where grace comes in. Even if you were like, damn, I feel ugly today. Mm -hmm. I'm going to twerk my booty. For forty-five seconds, so a million people straight Listen, just can validate me. I am with it because we have, I have all been in let me that space. Something. We I are have, all Chloe Bailey, okay? So, I have the, my days. so, to the fellow hypocrites like me who judged her at first, we all owe that little girl apology. I have my oh, sorry, days, sorry, she's not a little girl. You, that was kind of You are a grown woman, Chloe, and I finally understand what you were doing and I apologize for ever judging you.
1: And Blue, I have my days and sometimes when I'm in the gym and I walk past the mirror and I see a little something, I'm like, let me post this and get get my validation for the moment. Yeah, right. we all have our days.
0: Yeah, even now, like this is my first time being, today was the first time anybody's ever seen that I went blonde, right? I love it. And thank you, yeah. but like, there was a moment yesterday where I was like, I look crazy. And so because I thought I looked crazy, Today, after I got my makeup done to, to shoot Hollywood Unlocked, I went live real quick to ask people to give suggestions about today's episode. And everybody was like, no, we love it. And I was like, mm. oh, maybe I do look nice. Yeah. But like, that was my Chloe Bailey moment. It took people being like, no, you don't look crazy, sis. Like, you were just having an insecure moment. For me to be like, I don't look crazy, it's just me getting used to a new yeah. look. So in the same way, I think Chloe Bailey killed it. I liked the performance, did you like it?
1: I in, I thought it was cool, yeah. I like
0: cool. the video more, because obviously it's a video. Because
1: I feel like, again, her, she just put the song out Two days over earlier. the weekend, mm-hmm. so it was like let's get a, a good performance as to where and I'm um, I doing a comparison thing again. Normani, her song has been out for a while, so she's yeah. had time to. But Normani's performance,
0: no, okay, perfect pivot. So we're gonna say <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna put a cap in the Chloe thing. Chloe, we think your performance was great. Call oh on. yeah,
1: I love the song. That song, listen, I love that. And the song.
0: video has Roman in, who I think is fine as hell. I haven't seen
1: the video yet? Oh, Roman. I haven't in, watched the video. He's so
0: yummy. I be running into him at parties before COVID hit, so let me not be too. How to get away with murder, Rome? Yeah, he's 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 a yummy person. I think a couple of our friends in common, so let me shut up before they start sending this clip to him. But you are yummy, and you know it. Come on, (laughs) Um, Normani. Yes. First of all, shout out to another tourist.
1: Oh, she is. No, no, not Normani.
0: Shout out to another tourist who inspired that performance, Janet Motherfucking Jackson. Okay. Um, she even played a little bit of Janet's music in the background. So
1: here's okay. You want to know that? So. This is what I heard was supposed to happen. Uh-oh. Initially, strapped to that thing, uh-huh. it was supposed to be Janet. Because <gasps> you heard it was Would You Mind that yes. started when it came. Originally, it was supposed to who be Janet. Who told you that? Somebody in the industry? I, I'm not telling who, but yes. Okay,
0: so somebody in the industry told yes. Jeffrey.
1: It was originally that, when I tell you,
0: I would have squealed blew. like a, a I don't know what pig. it would
1: have cost, but we would have had to figure out how to play the clip here. <laughs>
0: But it was supposed, yeah, I can't afford that, but yes. It was supposed to be
1: Janet. I would have been out on a corner GoFundMe. I would have helped her <laughs> But it was supposed to be Janet, but for I don't know what reasons it was that happened, but it, Janet was not able to do it. Oh my god. Um, and I mean, Tiana Taylor is not no, a bad No, my number just got hard
0: thinking of Janet Jackson. But could you
1: imagine if Janet Jackson had
0: come out? That is orgasmic. That is... But I guarantee
1: if it was right close to the time, because you know her documentary is coming out top of the year. It if, is? Yeah, it's supposed oh. to be. If her, Because she released a trailer for it um, last week as well. Okay. But if that documentary's coming out, I bet Janet would have been there because that would have been great press and a great oh, push. Oh,
0: my God. Okay, so you guys heard it here first. Allegedly speaking from an insider source yeah. that we cannot reveal. But you know what? I will say this, though. Janet knighted Tiana as her heir apparent.
1: That's why I So it, it feels bad... like if you can't
0: get Janet getting Tiana, Call it Tiana. nobody's mad. Yeah. T- I, I, I say this with all respect to um, Iman. I want to lick Tiana Taylor's stomach just one time before I die. Listen, I just want to look her stomach in a non-sexual way. Is that possible? Can you look somebody's stomach in a non-sexual way? You cannot look nobody's
1: stomach in a non-sexual What's I, the I, reason? I
0: bit somebody's booty in a non-sexual way.
1: Explain. I might just be on Because I'm going to find shit. the sexual way in there. Ain't nobody biting ass without... A... No,
0: I was drunk at a party at Pride in D.C. years ago. Shout out to my friend Ayana. We became friends afterwards. And there was this girl who was like pulling around a dump truck. And she was at the party. And I was like, your ass is... Looks like an apple. And I was drunk. That was the sexual part in there right there. Okay, but like, I mean, that's like mm-hmm. PG-13 Sesame Street sexual. I was like, your, your, your booty looks like an apple. And I was joking. I bit it. And her girlfriend was there. And we all just laughed. And we became friends. Oh, okay. Okay. So for me, it felt innocent, but I realized that my version of innocent is is actually not innocent. Mm-hmm. So maybe it is sexual, mm-hmm. but no, all my buckets. You're list a Taurus. I'm a Taurus, so even mm-hmm. when we're not being sexual, we're being completely sexual. I'm gonna have another drink, thinking about licking somebody's t- like, stomach. need me Honey, I still have the other half a shot. Oh, so
1: I finished my actual shot.
0: Yeah, no, the way my gut, you know what it is? I got really drunk, episode three. Oh. And when I talk, when I get drunk, I talk fast, and it sounds like Spanish. I
1: thought she was about to say you got really drunk last night. I was about to say no. I started drinking kombucha. Twice a week.
0: Ooh, this is ooh. God. You should have
1: swallowed that because that's only
0: ooh. That's, that's not even
1: a full shot. So get, so anymore. check it out.
0: I've been fasting on green juice. Okay. And I just remembered that. So that's why that probably tastes like ten oh. shots to me. Oh You guys don't ever fast and then come on your podcast and and drink. Mm. Um. So you need me
1: to open it? Yeah. Oh, need- no,
0: it's it's open. I'm just trying to figure out if I might have hurt myself from drinking on an empty stomach. Oh gosh. Mm. The take the Elsas episode. Mm-hmm. I sent it to my co-host DJ Damage. Uh, much love to DJ Damage, and he said, and I quote, um, "You sound like Twister." I was talking so fast in that episode. I actually sounded like Twister. So, so I'm trying funny. to keep it chill. Um, I love the Janet Jackson T. I love the whole Normani. Every I think to me, I actually preferred Normani's performance.
1: Yeah, the performance. Yes,
0: her performance. Chloe Bailey had a, a, a history. Not history. Uh, um, her career making was moment was good too yeah. no but that moment made her career Yeah. Like Did we, you see, we um, saw a star being somebody born.
1: posted one of the like fans they, could, they were on the back side of the stage and as soon as it was done she didn't even make it off she like sat down and started crying because just overwhelmed with all the you know Aww. happiness from being on that big stage meanwhile Big Lotto they had her on a small stage all night did. I felt some kind of way about that. I did,
0: like, yeah, Lotto deserved better. Lotto did Y'all not deserve a stage the to me, whole night. To me, Lotto and Doja, to me, are comparable.
1: Lotto are just... So why is
0: Lotto on, she on the stage? She has shown
1: she should be here. Like I a actually think she, I
0: think actually think she's the most talented out of all the new uh, girls. Of the new girls, yeah. All of them.
1: I and I like it. I like her.
0: Mind you, Doja though, is on some weird shit where like I think she's a shapeshifter woman and she's rapping. The next minute she's singing. She's giving the you next a Next minute she's yodeling. Like she's super talented. She's giving you a
1: little missy tease, a little bit of, you know. She is. Yeah. And
0: and you know, I had a moment with, with, with her when I wasn't completely sold on her. <laughs> Tell
1: me what she said she wasn't black, even though her, dad, her dad in Nigeria. Well here's the thing, she got like four
0: C <laughs> hair, right? And the thing is a lot of light-skinned people with nappy hair. My daddy
1: ain't Nigerian. He's a... Is he Nigerian?
0: Whatever it is, it showed up in her her kitchen, okay? (laughs) And so Doja used to have some loathing about her hair. Mm -hmm. And up until a year ago, was wearing very bad wigs as girls who don't feel comfortable with their hair often do. Mm. And I think her own self-loathing about that or her own discomfort with that, we all took it personal. It was like if you judge your blackness, you're judging ours. But now, again, showing grace, yeah. I'm like, she, look at her. She she's got some, so talented. She's so yeah. talented. I'm willing to forgive that. A lot
1: of times, I just want the I want these celebrities, especially young celebrities, mm-hmm. just only allow your PR and managers to have access to your social media.
0: Stop telling us how much Stop you hate yourself tell, because the yes. mainstream will kill you with get it.
1: Get a Finsta. Don't let us know. If you want to just say something out there, just get a Finsta and say it. But your actual page, just give it to your PR and give it to, because we don't, come on.
0: Not everybody needs to know your business. In fact, I, for those I of you. the days
1: of old Hollywood. Like
0: I miss the mysterious days the That's my, why Somebody did a, a tweet That said I'm so happy Beyonce Don't be talking to exactly. us Exactly And I was like You know what I too am happy Beyonce doesn't like, talk to us. You
1: go to the grocery store, you might see something on the National Enquirer, but nobody knew your everyday day to day what you're doing. A and little buying. bit of
0: mystery is amazing. Yeah. So there's an op-ed that we did for the Oak um, and it's called um, "Why You Why Do You Why Do Chloe Bailey and Lizzo and girls like them really piss you off?" And there's an excerpt that I want to read to you guys from that op-ed. Please look it up. Um, it's on the grill right now, and it says, "And I quote: You guys hate Chloe Bailey for growing up even." And even pretending for a second to be comfortable in her womanhood, you hate Lizzo for being overweight and having the nerve to know she's still pretty and worthy. You hate Normani for being so damn talented, but not not light enough to appease the mainstream who prefers ambiguously black. Yes, I think mega stars in 2021, honey. What do I mean? You hate Cardi B for being too ghetto and speaking like where she's from <laughs> despite the fact that she outworks a lot of you who are speaking the King's English.
1: Despite the fact that she said and had a whole IG Live with Bernie Sanders during the election.
0: Despite the fact that she was a social, um, like a social, uh, like a political major, like she literally studied like social sciences and took AP classes in school. Is actually really freaking smart. Mm. The, the the world simply isn't built for black women to have free agency. The system is rigged for everyone to see, profit, and repackage our power while finding peace and knowing that we'll never be able to fully own it. It's a tale as old as time and a song as old as slavery. You know my
1: newest thing is that I hate seeing being appropriated now Mm -hmm. because... Black women have been doing it forever. The whole nails thing. Like the really yes. long nails with designs. I'm like, Coco gave y'all that back in 1992.
0: Y'all came for us that. For that was
1: old oh, ghetto, ghetto, ghetto. But now everybody want nails out to here with all 10 different designs for Ugh. each finger. Like,
0: Thank you for pointing that out. Because when people say, what's the big deal? That if is my,
1: closest, my newest pet peeve. The pee. problem
0: with appropriation is when we do things, we're called ghetto and we can't get jobs. When you do things, you're called high fashion and you get a million dollars. Baby,
1: back in the 90s. That's why
0: it's it's horrible to appropriate. Back in
1: the 90s to walk in with braids or locks as a black man. Oh, are you willing to cut your hair? Mm -hmm. Oh, now Justin Bieber out here with his braids halfway hanging out of his head. Because he got his peaches out in Georgia, apparently,
0: and so he could do that. So um, we have talked about the VMAs. We've talked about appropriation. We've talked about Nicki Minaj and her complicated history with black womanhood. I want us to pivot to the topic of the show, though, right? Okay. Today's show topic is about cuffing season.
1: Ooh, it's getting cold out here.
0: Yes. Ooh. Now, my first question to you before we talk about cuffing season is, what was the highlight of the summer for you? And what was the low light? What was the peak of the summer? What was the valley of the summer? Because I feel like cuffing <laughs> season, almost like Labor Day, is the unofficial way of finding out the summer's about to be over. So what was the high point and the low point of your summer? You know what's
1: really interesting? I have to say, my summer was so good that the highlight was actually Labor Day weekend because it was like the perfect ending, the perfect culmination to my entire summer. I had so many great memories and I live in a city, I, I live in two cities L.A. and Miami, oh, where okay. it's, so it's never technically... You guys
0: pause. That subtle flex was brought to you by our sponsors. He says that he lives in two cities, <laughs> Miami and Los Angeles. But where... Just tell the people that you got money, Jack.
1: Listen, where it's never particularly cold, cold, what the world knows cold to be. Right. So I never, techn... during the day anyway, I never feel like summer is over until after 6 p.m. when you need a jacket. Right. But it really, this year, it had a perfect ending to wrap up my entire summer. What
0: did you actually do, though? You're being college. So Labor Day
1: weekend, uh, it was Orange Blossom Classic in Miami, Florida, which was the football game between Jackson State University, my alma mater, well, here we go. and Florida A&M University.
0: You're getting excited, I can tell.
1: Go ahead. My mm-hmm. friends from college, Chris and Ashley, shout out to them. We've been friends since 2004 when we went into Jackson State. Jeff
0: will keep a friend.
1: I keep friends. And, you we know I have friends. a lot of friends, but those are two people, even out of college, I don't speak to everybody. We have been through so we went through a lot of shit when we were in school, but just in adulthood went through so much and they both came down. Um, I usually see them probably minimum once a year because I go to D.C. a lot. They both live in the DMV area. Right. But they came down there, and it was just so much reminiscent. One night we were on the beach at, like, 2.30 in the morning. Jeff, just, why don't listen, you ever call
0: me for any of this we, stuff?
1: It was a Jackson State moment. We were just, like, smoking, getting high, talking mm-hmm. about life and everything, and it was just so amazing. But we spent the whole weekend on boats, at parties, oh. eating food. I cooked a couple of times, like – it was such a great, man. It was like, wow. Then Monday, actual Labor Day, we went out to the beach. We were out there for like six hours. And that day I had all of my friends, my Miami friends, some L.A. friends that were in town, other people that were in town. We were just all a big-ass group on the beach for like seven hours. And it was like, yo, this is the way it's supposed to be. And we had a bottle of Casamigos, which was the I, choice I, liquor I, I, I almost bought some Casamigos
0: today for you, yeah. And
1: finished it. And it was like,
0: this was, it was just perfect. Jeff, the next time you do something like that, you need to invite me, because you know I have money to buy tickets.
1: I'm thinking about next year's birthday. I want I haven't done a birthday and You were at the that's last May. one. Yeah, but I got... You know my birthday is... are in I, September? But you know my birthday is I like to do things and be elaborate with it, so I want to start planning now, because I haven't done one in two years, so...
0: What was the low point of your summer?
1: <sighs> Keep it a buck, Chuck. See, that that's one of those questions I need at the very beginning of the show to think about. Let me mm-hmm. think. The low point... I'll
0: say my high point while you think about it. My high okay. point of, of, of the whole summer was um going to see my mom labor day weekend and just like taking care of her. Oh. Yeah, mine was very low and I'm talking about party, <laughs> you're talking
1: about family love cuz you know we're in a pandemic, sir. right You know you know what it is? <laughs> it's
0: because when I was in my 20s and even early part of my 30s when I was a struggling writer um, whenever I would go home, I and mean, my mother would take me shopping, she would get me groceries, she mm-hmm. would help me do my laundry. She, You know what it's like when you go back home yeah. and your family spoils you. And then she'd slip a couple hundred dollars in my bag before I got Aww. on the plane. Fast forward, now that I'm 40, now I'm going home and I'm sleeping, sleeping money in money her money purse in a, yeah. and I'm taking her shopping and and so it was a really really bittersweet moment of realizing that the that the torch had been passed really? and the, and that I was now taking care of her instead of her taking care of me and so like being of service to my mom in that way it was kind of humbling you know mm-hmm. what I mean it was like wow like I'm the mom now really? my mother's seventy five wow and she was a nurse for thirty years so her like her bones hurt so like Is she a
1: bad uh, patient cuz you know she was in the field so she like I know she, what no, I need she's Shut a up.
0: she's a proud patient who okay. she'll lie and say she doesn't need anything
1: that's what I mean. When yeah. she needs everything. Yeah.
0: Right? So, but then when I got home and she called me the next day and she was giggling, my 75 year old mother, mother was giggling. She was like, Ma Fifi, mon chéri, I just need you to. Yeah, she sounds like Pepe Bella Pugh. Ma Fifi, mon chéri, I just need you to know the house is so happy because, you... like, she said, I lit up the house Aww. and that it made her heart so happy and that her Aww. and my stepdad are now just in such great spirits. And she's like, When are you coming back? And so for me, that was the high point because it, great. It, it tells me why I work so hard it's for my mother. My low point of the summer was I lost two major friendships. Mm, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Two major, like, important friendships that used to keep me buoyant. But I don't <clears> think <throat> it's a low point because it happened, because I think it was for the best, because I was a crutch for them. I think it was just a low point because I'm sad because I, you know, I love them. So that was my low point. What's your low point?
1: Honestly, the truth blew, and I just... You had a dope summer and everything such, was great. Because I'm such an optimist. Shut up, Jeff. My low points of Child. the summer were just those days when... I was looking on Instagram and my L.A. friends were all together and they were doing brunches or field days and this and so that. So pause, and your I'm high in Miami point was and partying like, and your man. low
0: point was watching other people partying. My, watching my Shut friends up, be together no, when I know okay. I wish
1: I would be there. So
0: we're going to pivot because Jeff is just living. Just, I'm going to so call you Paris Hilton.
1: Girl, we in, a, we in a pandemic. I'm enjoying everyday life. I find a well, joy in I would enjoy it every everyday life too
0: if you would tell me to hop on a plane to Miami. <laughs> I'm always I, in. Uh, no offense to anybody who considers Miami travel. I don't consider Miami travel.
1: What do you mean when you say travel?
0: There's a there's a meme going around that said um, you need you to, ain't
1: finna Atlanta and Miami meet to death. Yes. Yeah.
0: Like I don't consider Miami like I think it's a trip. It's not travel. So yeah. like I don't consider... like going to Bali is travel. Yes. Me, oh right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. So t- that's to say. Jeff tell me And I'll fly to Miami Honey like, I'm
1: there all the time If I'm not here That's where no, I am No I'm talking
0: about I know that you're there Invite me to oh, be there but, as well So let me
1: tell you The beautiful part about it Being in Y'all Miami Y'all see how
0: he skipped over Saying that he would Invite me next no, time you see gonna, that No listen He has forsaken me blue, You guys I, don't I feel invite, rejected
1: Let me tell you I don't invite anybody This is what I learned About Miami Every weekend People love going to Miami So every weekend I made a request weekend, Jeffrey you, I know this is an open invitation. Whenever you have the time... Nah,
0: I need to know when it's popping. I'm not going to just stare at you. I, I want to be on okay. the beach with Casamigos. This amigos, is, this is how boys. I
1: know it's popping. When people tell me they're in town, I'm like, oh, what's going on? So, that, I'm not from Miami, so I literally don't know the layout of that land. Jeff, I know more about you, parties in L.A. Jeff, than I do in Miami. This might be your last
0: episode on the show. <laughs> because how you go, how you going to laugh like a fuckboy? You're like, <laughs> <Because, laughs> you going to invite me back. Okay, future. You
1: sound just like everybody else to be like, Jeff, what's going on in Miami? When I am in Miami, I promise you, I am in that kitchen. I am at home. I'm cooking. I'm creating recipes. That's what I'm doing. I'm only out when other people are in town and they're like, hey, I'm on South Beach. Come on out. And I'm like, okay. Let the
0: record show, I've told Jeff twice that I was gonna be in Miami. Both times he said he was gonna he was not gonna be here. I was there. probably
1: gonna be here. Cause I do try to escape. So a lot speaking
0: of fuckboy reactions to honest requests, Jeff, you see how you just did that? <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm for the streets. Listen. Let's talk about the cuff season cuffing season schedule, right? Okay.
1: So did, did it change or the same as every year? I'm
0: about to read it to you. I don't know. Uh, I've never read the schedule before. This is new. I didn't know it was an official schedule. Oh yeah. So scouting, which is a time to look for a partner online. Mm-hmm. It's is, already started clearly you know about this. It's August 1st to yes. the 31st. Mm-hmm. Draft? Drafting. Wow, there's a draft, guys. After Labor Day. Yeah. So it, it's supposed to be around the September 1st to the 30th. So we're in the draft season right draft now period, to, yeah. to pick your top candidates. Tryouts to go on many first dates. is October 1st to the 31st. Yeah. Um, pre-season, Still good get more serious out. with one person or two prospects if you want some ho shit is November. Mm-hmm. The whole month of November. Mm-hmm. Cuffing season where you are like, look, I chose your ass. Is December 1st to January 15th, which means that in your mind, I might have spent Thanksgiving with my family, Mm -hmm. but December and New Year's and Christmas and all that, it's me and you, boo.
1: So that's because it's cold outside. And that's why I like to say people mistake wanting a hug for thinking they should be in a relationship.
0: Exactly. Big
1: difference. Playoffs. Oh, well, it's
0: a playoff season. Oh, yeah. Playoffs to see if you can survive the holiday and might be opted to stay on the team long term is January 16th to February 13th. Mm-hmm. Because by, Valentine's Fe- Day. by February 13th, if you haven't broken up with them, that's your girlfriend or boyfriend, whether you want them to be or not. At least for the year. For the oh, Damn. And then the championship game where you can off- offer official boyfriend-girlfriend status and celebrate Valentine's Day is... February 14th. So mm-hmm. the championship game is February 14th. If you are in cuffing season and you make it to Valentine's, as Valentine's. they say, with an M, as they say in some parts of the South, um, that means that you're officially in a relationship. Yeah. Except, that's however, exhausting. I think that that
1: needs to, that's like the traditional cuffing season schedule. However, cuffing season needs to realize we live in a social media world now. So this already started they, two months ago, is what they are saying. Well, it's just, honestly, it's becoming a little moot, a little null and void because yeah. also the fact that Travel we travel now. Like So there we, really is no winter. It's no it's really no winter. It's cold. I'm getting and out of here. In LA
0: anyway, so and live in LA. Winter is just really a, it's really a whole
1: modified cuffing a, season. A here. nice
0: fall. I, but you know what it is? I don't think it's about the winter though. I asked myself this question, like why did I still feel the pressure of awesome cuffing thing. season? It's the holidays. Seasonal
1: depression. Yeah, holiday depression. It's
0: it's, it's the th- the thought of everybody's supposed to be with their loved ones on these four days.
1: Because you know what I noticed And too? who
0: is my loved one? So on Thanksgiving, who's my loved one? On Christmas, who's my loved one? New Year's <laughs> Eve, who's my loved one? Um, Valentine's Day, who's my loved one? It's that that's actually the pressure, not the weather.
1: A lot of us, you know, when we're in that whole maybe like 25 to, 25 to 30 period. Mm-hmm. We're living in these new cities. We're creating these friendships. So we spend all these holidays away from our families. Which we traditionally are used to, so it's like, right. oh, you're this special person that spent this holiday with me, so it means something. Again, confusing a hug with one in the relationship, and that's why cuffing season only lasts till val- yeah, Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. and then after that, everybody break up. By June sixth, everybody broke up.
0: You know, I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. Is there a, a possibility of being too old for cuffing season? Yes. Are you too old for cuffing season?
1: I don't, I've never done, I've always been in relationships, so I've never really had the chance you to are, do You are season. a
0: real tourist. Yeah. Like, I've, I've never I had a too chance much to do Gemini a real,
1: to do a real cuffing season, but also I know I wouldn't do a cuffing season because I, I don't fall in love with the moment.
0: Me either. Yeah. Like yeah.
1: I need to know ahead. of It takes a while for me to like you. So a quick little playoff draft period, all that stuff. No, I don't fall in love with the
0: moment. I would say for me, I had a reading yesterday because you guys know I'm a tarot reader and I'm always looking for other people to read me. Like, I'm going to be honest, Jeff. I get jealous of my clients. What do you mean? Like, they'll come to me with a problem. And by the end of the, the session, they're crying. They're happy. They're relieved. They've gotten answers. They feel so good. I can't do that for myself. I don't. I can't read for myself, and so I sometimes I'm like, damn. I would like to have a reading and walk away Before feeling. to go to
1: somebody. I'm sure you know other people in the yeah, network. but
0: they've all been cr- garbage, and when they're like faking it or call- folding it in, but or- you don't have
1: like girlfriends that are in the same and yeah. you, like you know that they're reliable and good. I know
0: a couple, and a couple of them have read for me, but what happens with human nature is once they know my personal business, they start giving opinion. Okay. And as a clear cognizant, I can taste the opinion versus a reading. Mm-hmm. And then it becomes, oh, honey, that's not, I actually you read. You're giving me your opinion. I can actually do that on the phone. I'm asking you to read for me. Oh. And so there's a lot of readers who don't know how to be objective once they know you and feel comfortable with you. So for me, that's the problem. My clients, Jeff, you and I can be friends for forever. When I read for you, I read for you like you're a stranger. Mm-hmm. That's rare for me to find. So, shout out to Brian Henry. He's amazing. The BN Block Party is next BN? Saturday.
1: I was at the D.C. when it was great.
0: Are you going to be here for the L.A. one next I'm not. I <laughs> if wish I were. knew I would
1: have scheduled this trip to come next week, versus being well, then here you this you wouldn't week. have been on the show, so the it worked
0: out perfectly. Yeah. So Brian Henry's amazing, and I was having a really shit day yesterday, like just a shitty day, right? Mm-hmm. And I happened to be talking to him, and he was like, I have a friend who's doing this special kind of reading that I've never heard of, mm-hmm. and it made me think of you because I know that you've always wanted somebody to read you. Right. So I got a reading. Thank you to Brian for coming to my house and doing that for me. And in the reading, one of the things that I was told was people like me are the great experimenters. We spent our entire 20s and 30s experimenting, and once we hit 40, we get tired and want to settle down.
1: Mm. You feel like you're ready to settle down?
0: I am now. But mm. I love that that he told me that because mm. as a man, that's considered fine. George Clooney didn't know I said anything. As a woman, everybody's like, why did it take oh, you so long to want to settle down?
1: years and yeah. mm.
0: The fact that I didn't want a husband and babies until I hit 40, so everybody you know thinks it's weird. Funny?
1: I actually been telling my friends the other day, honestly, I feel like nobody needs to be in a relationship until... Forty-five and older.
0: Well, no, there's something called eggs. I was, in okay, I was about to say there is an
1: asterisk. There's an asterisk. <laughs> okay, in that eggs because you know, women. Of course, it is about do you want children? But for me, it's just more about because listen, relationships do not last the way that they used to. The way we know them to be. Right. Honestly, it needs to get to that point of when you like forty-five and older, you're at a place where it's not about the physical anymore. Right. Folks ain't out here cheating, lying, doing all that. At this point, you tired. At this point, I'm tired. I want peace at home. I want somebody I know I love, that I can think, respect, I, I can t- tra- travel Jeff, how are you? with. Thirty-five.
0: I think you should change it to 40 because because I used to think that.
1: Maybe for women, but for me. No,
0: Jeff, you're only <laughs> 35, though. You haven't hit 40. I'm saying I have been shocked by how tired all my 40-year-old friends are. Mm-hmm. Male, female, gender conforming, gay and straight, even the gay boys. They hit 40, even the ones who are stubborn, it's a little slower. <laughs> So at, uh, let's talk not, in five not years. These things that I know. Let's let's do <laughs> let's. Well, they, they might have some need some therapy. There. I'm talking about people <laughs> who are healed, okay? They might be fucking their way through some problems. For me, it, for some reason at forty, I was like, I have nothing left to to see. Really? And anything that I do want to see, I wouldn't mind seeing it with somebody next to me. But as far as doing whole stuff on my own, and you know, I don't I'm use good. it.
1: I don't want to use it as a blanket statement because again, some people mature faster and just have different wants and needs. Trauma will make so, you age. I might as well be forty-five now. But I do now. think that majority of people think they want to be in these relationships and then what they don't as humans we grow by every five seven years our desires our wants our needs they change and we grow mm-hmm. it doesn't mean i don't love you unless it just means you know what i didn't like broccoli then, but i love broccoli now and the other partner will all of a sudden be like well when i was trying to make you broccoli you ain't wanted so why are you so different the see relationship that's crumbled. where a
0: partner selection is important though because one thing i say that makes me want to find me another me is that i'm just happy to, to be you want to find
1: you another you you would date you yeah, you would date yourself,
0: mm-hmm. and you know why I would date myself, because I am someone who's I'm a Gemini rising and okay. a Gemini Venus. Gemini's change every like twenty minutes, right? Like I I I am a diff- I had an ex one time tell me that he had cheated on everybody he, he dated but me. Mm. He was like, look, every couple of weeks it's a whole new bitch. Like, what's happening? Mm. And because I'm constantly like changing and evolving, I want a partner who's like, as long as you are my partner. We're going on this fantastic ride together and we're going to ebb and flow and change and evolve and do but all see, types of crazy shit together. Because that's how I am in relationships. But
1: that's the problem. A lot of people meet each other at this one moment when they are great. Like, and they're stuck Everything's there. great. And again, as you grow and change.
0: I want somebody to grow and change with me.
1: With. Exactly. Or at least just be, understand that I'm changing. Even, even if you no, understand I'm that I'm changing. R- right. You know,
0: my, Antonio, me, Antonio and I were best friends. For what? We knew each other for 29 years. Yeah. I watched him change 20 times and i realized through that friendship and guys this is a, a pro hack watch how your old how you react to your oldest relationships your oldest friendships because friendship is actually a testing ground for romantic relationships mm-hmm. and i, I always really, say the
1: easiest thing in the world is to be a friend that's the easiest no,
0: thing no the, the easiest thing in the world is to be a friend the hardest thing in the world is to be a best friend who knows where all the bodies are buried because there are Not some I mean my best friend okay so that you guys are different there's some my my best friend we went through all the trauma and horrible things that you would go through in a marriage. Mm -hmm. Like we went, I called him my gay husband. We went through the things that you you usually see couples who are married Mm -hmm. go through. And so he was a beautiful playground for me to see how I show up when I have to learn to not put myself first, but to not put myself last either. Mm -hmm. So I, over the 29 years that we were best friends, I learned how to... Um, show him grace, but always advocate for myself. Mm-hmm. So I loved him, but my mantra is, I never want to have to set myself on fire to, like, keep you warm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think that's why I think I'm ready for a relationship because I know what it's like to support somebody, Okay. but you're not finna play me, though.
1: So, you're open to this relationship. Have you started the dating process?
0: I've been dating this whole time.
1: Oh! But
0: uh, nobody was, I was talking about on the, on the air. Oh, really? Yeah, people keep coming over and trying to smash and stuff. But
1: you're still, you're dating, though. You're not... Discouraged by yeah,
0: it. Yeah, I'm open. In fact, um, I'm not going to say any names, but there's somebody who apparently likes me and all, all his friends are have, like, yo, he likes you. Are
1: you doing the, the um, online or are you going no. out and meeting? or... I've
0: had several of my witchy friends, and that's one thing I will say being um, <laughs> not witchy, you know, witches find each other. <laughs> we tend to, if we get a read on each other, we'll call each other and be like, yo, sis, I don't know what's going on in your life, but I got this thing on you. Okay. Like, I, I picked the whatever. One of my witchy friends hit me up recently and said, Blue, you're not the online dating girl. And she's right, not because I would be opposed to it, but because I'm so energetically dense and rich, mm-hmm. people respond to my energy. And, well, when and, I
1: think of online dating... I,
0: I, I mean the apps. Like I don't mean Instagram. I can hit up on my DMs all no, the time. No, no, no. Yeah.
1: I mean, like, just as far as, you know, to see a profile to say, I do want to meet you. I don't yeah, mean, no, like, just only that dating That doesn't ever online. work for me. You
0: know why? I'm not attracted to anybody just from seeing how they look. So I, I don't swipe on anybody. Like, even if you're cute, I don't know you, so I don't give a fuck. Like I need to, I'm an energy person. Mm -hmm. I need to be able to sniff you out or hear you talk or see you engaging for me to feel juicy and and soft and pink about you. And online, when you go on the apps, you can't. Now now on Instagram, yes. If I see somebody on Instagram and, you know, they're talking that good talk, Mm -hmm. awesome. But the apps are just too one dimensional for me personally. Really, I like to be I'm, out and about. I think, I mean, you though. On the other hand, Jeffrey, you are very efficient. Because I'm,
1: I am a very like visual. Meet you in person. yeah. Of course, I think we all are. Like you don't even necessarily go and speak to someone until you you look at them first. I'm
0: gonna be honest. I don't care. Like Jeffrey, when it's
1: interest. At- for, I mean, we meet people all the time. But when it's interest for dating situations, you look at them first. You girl, be like, oh, I got somebody you should meet. How do you look? Like Here,
0: here's the thing though. You saying I got somebody you should meet. The fact that my friend said it is not just look, your looks though. Somebody sniffed you out. And brought you to me, that's still different to me.
1: But also your friend, they I'm sure that they ain't picking out a slug to bring your way. So, True. so somewhere in there it's a physical, whether it was a referral from your friend or whether you know it was you it's out by yourself. It's
0: physical once here's the thing. I and I'm gonna say this with all due respect, all my friends are attractive.
1: Yeah, I can speak. I don't same. have any
0: ugly people in my life. Yeah. So because I'm not I'm surrounded by attractive people, attract being attractive enough alone me doesn't mean shit to me like it, my, my brain doesn't even register anything's happening yeah it's like oh there goes one of my homies mm. so if i see a fine-ass man i'm like oh he looks like jeff oh he looks like norman like i'm not it doesn't do anything to me but you but, but if i see a video of him talking he's talking about how he would treat a woman i'm like oh that's sexy yeah that's, I, that's I still, that's I, still, still have, to it, yeah. Yeah, I still have to see you engage because i'm so surrounded by attractive people a picture of you being attracted doesn't mean shit to me
1: okay so where are you gonna go to start meeting these men
0: oh no i go to events all the time
1: okay they have having events
0: now yeah, well, you know, they're private and you have to take COVID tests. And oh, okay. I'm can, like, wait a minute. Yeah, I get a, a, I get invited to a lot of private events or my okay. friends will invite me to a brunch or a happy hour where there be other people there. Yeah. Um, And all the men that I've met so far are much older than what I usually date, mm-hmm. Um, which I don't mind. But I do mind. Do I do you want younger? No, I, here's the thing. I want fun. If you can be fun at 40 oh, okay. or fun at 30, I'll take it either way. But my thing is I don't want anybody who takes themselves too seriously. Oh, yeah. And I've met some really interesting 40 and up men who on paper are what I want but when it's time to have a good time I'm like oh that's god that's because they tired of
1: the bullshit they done been through life some don't, are be, jaded. Bitter. don't some be bitter some are jaded some from relationships talking about from your work, ex-wife from, all the time yeah. your alimony
0: payments I can't do none of that like I don't mind you having an ex-wife I don't mind you having a kid I do mind you carrying that trauma with you on our first date though yeah so for me, I tend to date younger guys, not because I like them younger, but I like that that they still have hope in their eyes. Jaded,
1: yeah, they have <laughs> hope so they got in them. A little twinkle there, like
0: oh. So all the the young, I don't say young boys because I'm gonna get reported. <laughs> but right, so, you're so. gonna get reported.
1: You're <laughs> gonna get spammed. Your DMs gonna get flooded. That's what's gonna happen.
0: I do not go under thirty. That is my line. Why not? Because a 27 year old tried to hit on me the other day, and I could tell it was about to be a, tr- a Trey song. Have songs, you ever tried to Jada Pinkett Smith no, thing and made me nervous? Have you ever
1: tried had to have a conversation with some of these, not all, some of these 27 year olds? Yeah. Blue, we are not the same. We're not the same. We're not the same. I
0: Actually, the funny thing is, and and by funny, I mean sad. My homegirl in high school who got pregnant, her son is 26. Mm. I can't date you knowing I could be your mother. Wow. So because my homegirl has a 26-year-old son, I always take his age... And add like a couple years to it.
1: You can still have fun with it though.
0: No, I'ma feel i I'm am going feel like mm-mm. Another thing that I was still doing that reading is that my superpower is that I'm nurturing, but I'm a sexual nurturer. So it's like a MILF. Like I'm nurturing. But... So you over here
1: like Ianla having him come lay in your <laughs> yeah, lay in, in my your bosom and I'ma caress <laughs> you and mm,
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm very nurturing. Tell uh,
1: me, tell me the issue and take t- the drawers t- 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 off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's happening. I, mean, I see you, Blue.
0: I'm a horny nurturer. That's my Listen, superpower. Mm. I, I, I want to I see what your superpower is. I think your superpower is that you're a magnet. Like, you make everybody feel like they're your friend.
1: Is that my superpower or is that my toxic trait?
0: Oh, mm. shit. I think it could be both. Because I think me mm. being nurturing is why I attract all these leeches. It's
1: about how you use it.
0: It's about how you use it.
1: Use it for good or use it for bad.
0: What I'm learning, though, is I'm for the rest of this year for cuffing season just to bring it back because the show has to, Can you believe the show's about to end? What do you mean it's about to end? We're, we're almost at time.
1: Oh, you mean time-wise? Yes. I thought you meant, like, for the season. I'm like, no, wait a minute. No, 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 no,
0: no, I'm gonna no. I'm going to pop back up. We're going to have... a Jeff <laughs> already told me before we started that we're going to have a real conversation about coming season, like the after party that's not going to be aired because we both have tea to spill. Um, But no, the um, the show's about to end, but I want to make sure that Does I... Does make
1: us bad, like... Like reality stars, like we want to talk and be honest, but then we're like, we we can't we can't talk about that. No,
0: because Kathy, you've been watching Real Housewives of, of um of uh, Beverly Hills. Yeah, Kathy Hilton doesn't tell a shit, and she's the best one on the whole show. But
1: she also is not a, a cast member, a main cast member. She, but she is. So she doesn't. She's have not, to. but
0: she is. She 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 eats the stage every time she takes it.
1: I hear that, but equally, I don't expect to get much from Kathy Hilton.
0: I'm just saying, I'm gonna be the Kathy Hilton of it. Erica
1: ever- Jane, listen. That's a whole. Do we got time to go into this? We
0: don't. But that's why you have to come back. I'm gonna tell you something about Erica Jane and about Lisa because I heard right that up. Lisa came after Garcelle Buffet, our Bu- Haitian <laughs> sis.
1: <laughs> Not Buffet.
0: Bouffay. Bouvo.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that's different.
1: It's bouvet or Bouvo. I thought it was Bouvo. I
0: thought it was Bouvet. Oh. What's I say sis? I'm Haitian. I should know better. Um, my bad. One I could of be us wrong is wrong. Well, we, I
1: probably am wrong. More than likely, I'm neither wrong. Neither one of
0: us is married to it, but Garcelle. <laughs> Apparently she gets attacked by Lisa Renner during the reunion that that tape that taped a couple of days oh, ago. Oh, they
1: just recently taped it. Okay. Yeah, and
0: Lisa thinks that she intentionally said that Erica was, st- was still talking to her ex-husband after the court case.
1: Oh, that's yeah, why I saw the episode. But um, also uh, I heard that Lisa got subpoenaed to actually um, good have to speak up, Lisa which led to, to, to Sutton's whole point of why she ain't want to be around this bullshit.
0: So when I do when I when Jeff finally invites me to Miami. I'm putting it out there. We're gonna have a special Miami episode where we do nothing but talk about reality shows.
1: Okay. Let's go. I think that's gonna be fun. Hang I feel like anytime. they
0: all go there for surgery or have houses there, so it's the perfect place to talk about reality the Beverly shows. Beverly Hills
1: want to stay in Beverly Hills and get it done.
0: True, but when they want to hide, they go to Miami. Mm. You know, Dr. Miami and them. Um, Jeff, uh for cuffing season, I want to set our intentions because according to this, we are now in the preseason right now where we're scouting people. Mm. So I'm gonna set my intention before the championship. I'm all
1: the good vibes your These way. Do. I got some uh, some tips and ideas on where you should go looking for a man.
0: Oh, tips? I thought you had some people. Fuck a tip. Send me a man. Like We'll talk about that later. We'll think about that. So what I'm manifesting for this cuffing season is that I receive. I'm such a good giver. And anything you give me, I'm going to give you 10 times more because I like to give. I just, I just need you to give me a little bit so I have a green light to give you something, right? Okay. So this cuffing season, I want to be properly courted by someone who allows me to receive. Cause me giving is gonna always happen. Like a, a dog's gonna bark, a cat is gonna meow. Okay. But me receiving, that is the spirit that I'm walking into this cuffing season of like, who is going to care enough? Of, because people, a lot of men like me, but liking me enough to do something about it is where they lose me. Okay. I want somebody who likes me enough to put an effort and to be intentional. So if my future husband is watching and or listening to this. Um, number one I'm not as scary as I look I have resting bitch face shout out to Chloe Bailey and the rest of us who are are low key sweet but we just have resting bitch face um, I need you to plan the dates and then invite me like plan the dates and actually put an effort I need flowers um, I like roses I'm a basic bitch Quick
1: question I have because a friend of mine is um, online dating Tinder or one of those apps Tinder or whatever is not for love, go ahead. I forget which one it was but basically um, had a guy who said you know basically they matched mm-hmm. everything looked great and the guy asked my friend, Friend, you know about meeting up mm-hmm. my friend has been just like really kind of just stalling and stalling and finally why? I was just like why he's like oh well he didn't do it properly I'm like what do you mean
0: oh she's one of those What'd but I'm do? just like
1: what do you mean he's like oh you know he didn't set like a day a time a place I'm like but he asked you about meeting up how right. come you then couldn't say yes what do you have in mind or you know yes here are the days I'm available yeah like, I'm not that girl give something
0: yeah I'm not, I'm not a pillow princess cause the
1: thing that stuck with me was when they were like um they didn't do it properly. So you just said didn't do it properly. Yeah, That's no, why I'm curious no, as for, to what they For that me, means.
0: doing it properly is not about me being a pillow princess. And if you put, said there instead of there or didn't cross your eye or dot your T, you're dead to me. It's more so I need to feel. And you could tell when somebody's putting an effort. Mm-hmm. Effort is like porn. You know it when you see it. Mm. So if you don't type the right sentence, but I can tell you really care and you're really trying and you're being intentional, I'll meet you more than halfway. But if you're like, yo, Ash, you look cute. We should go out and you being real pretty boy about it, and you sitting back and waiting for me to do all the work, I can smell that too. I want somebody who's enthusiastic about meeting me halfway, who's enthusiastic about courting me, who's enthusiastic about making me a priority. Because once you're enthusiastic, I'll meet you where you are.
1: And I don't mean to sound like a cynic about love, but, because I love love, but I just
0: feel like- Do you though? You sound pretty cynical already. People ain't
1: doing that, unfortunately. Some and people I'm just, are. Some people are. Yeah. And whoever never he use, is, find blanket. me. I never use blankets. Whoever
0: he is, all four of y'all who are doing it, please right. come find me at Bluecentric. I,
1: that's what I'm just for people. But again, I, I do understand with women, you know, the biology of if you want if you want children. I do want children. And so that I understand that's a I'm completely a milf for no thing. kids.
0: I need children. Yeah, because mean if I want
1: children, I'm a milf. Because I'm so about people just enjoy life. Love will always be there. You can come and find somebody when you are when you're really ready to settle down. Not just Spoken because like a
0: man who does not have eggs, but, but yeah
1: just because it's like it sounds good or because your mama was in no, your daddy no, was not
0: uh, Jeff I would to tell us for 40 to even want love so clearly I'm not that girl you know what yeah. I mean like I, I don't want love for the sake of love I want love because I'm actually ready to build oh. and so for me to build we both have to be enthusiastic what do you so I'm manifesting a beautiful courtship where he does his part and I also might pleasantly surprise him and do more than my part what are you manifesting for this cuffing season? I'm nervous. I
1: oh, well, No, I'm just playing. <laughs> you heard that he wants to be a hoe, guys. <laughs> no. Beauty and the beast over here. I know. I am actually going to not for myself, because I'm doing fine there. Uh but for everyone uh-huh. else, okay. I am just going to manifest just open hearted. No, but doing fine minds. there. I'm like
0: what you can still manifest what's to come. Oh, like, okay. The future hasn't um, happened yet. What kind of energy are you, are you manifesting for cuffing season? What
1: kind of energy? Let me see. Uh, vacations,
0: trips, vacations, good sex. Vacations,
1: happy, just gifts, <laughs> um, oh. smiles. Like I am, if I could stay on the same trajectory that I am currently going and just manifest more of that, then that's that's it.
0: Oh, so you're one of those reality stars who do, who's like, some things are off limits. me. Okay, so clearly there's a conversation <laughs> that Jeff and I will be having off camera I, you know, it's about so cuffing season.
1: I'm just never in a cuffing season place when it's time to talk about cuffing season.
0: Well, here's the thing. This is not about the cuffing season as far as taking part of the playoffs and the tryouts. It's mm-hmm. just about the season, the date. Like, yeah. what where, where do you want to manifest from now until Valentine's Day? For, from now until Valentine's Day, I, I want the spirit of courtship. And you want...
1: Them. Bigger and better gifts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, you guys heard it here. I want true love and courtship. Jeffrey wants gifts. Thank you so much for watching Humanize, Jeff. I'm a little tipsy because you gave really? me brown liquor. I was at first, stomach. but
1: mine has come down.
0: You probably ate, though, and I didn't.
1: I did go to br- uh, brunch earlier.
0: Yeah, I had green juice and water and, and like, air.
1: That's okay. We're going to eat after.
0: Yeah, we're going to eat afterwards. Jeffrey and I are going to be two tourists doing what you guys always say about tourists. We're going to go and eat. And
1: what y'all know I do best
0: we're going to go and Second eat and mess. talk about sex, which is what tourists so are all goes, known there for. There we go, yeah. Both thing and thing one and thing two. <laughs> um, Thank you for listening to today's episode, Jeffrey. I cannot wait to see what life is like by the time that I come to Miami. I will claim this. I want to be in Miami before December 1st. Okay. I'm there. And we're going to coordinate. No, you're not. Because I've tried I'm, twice, Jeffrey. I have
1: two trips coming up. You see that? But, Y'all see how he do me? But, but yeah, it's not like a no, you're not invited. I'm just saying I already have two trips that are coming up. So we'll... We gonna figure
0: it out. You guys, by the time Jeffrey's back on the show, we're gonna see if he's actually made time for me to come to Miami. <laughs> Jeff, you are so handsome and wonderful Aww, and lovely. I appreciate you for coming on the show. We didn't even know we were gonna do this episode. You guys I found out yesterday. Full disclosure: We, I found out yesterday. <laughs> I was gonna take the month of September off for self care. But when I found out you were in town, Mm. I dropped everything and booked the studio for us to do this episode. So this episode is very specifically happening only because that you're here.
1: And I was very on time, which anybody that knows me knows that that is not my strong suit. I was
0: so shocked that he was on time. Anyways, until next time, you guys, uh, before I go, just let me know that um, you can find me at Bluecentric. That's B-L-U-E-C-N-T-R-I-C. Jeff, what is yours?
1: You can find me on everything at Jeffro5. That's J-E-F-R-O-1-F. Five.
0: And if you guys want to actually see this episode and not just hear our, our lovely voices, you guys can go to patreon.com backslash blue That's patreon.com backslash blackslash Black backslash slash B-L-U-C-N-T-R-I-C, um, the blue uh, dot com, which is my um, website where I have readings and spiritual candles and spiritual baths and all types of yummy mm. things. For those of you who want to have your juju correct, that is the sponsor of the show officially. Thank you guys for coming. Please, please, please. I've heard of, this is important. Make sure to rate and subscribe because apparently that helps the algorithm in it some does. way.
1: yeah. You get to the top when people type in.
0: I didn't know that. I've been up here just kicking and talking yeah. to y'all. So please give me a five-star rating. You not even got to listen to the episode. Just give me a five-star rating because you love me. Jeff, you are amazing. And yeah, we're going to have a great dinner, I can already we tell. We are.
1: I'm ready.
0: Bye, guys. Good night. And live in a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab, an electric cast production. See you there. Electric
1: Electric ass.
0: Electric ass.
1: Welcome to the Candle Power Hour.